Hello, this is Murray Vince, and today we're talking with Alyssa Weitzman, lead footwear designer, who has worked with some of the top companies in the industry, most recently Timberland. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you for having me, Murray. I'm happy to be here. Well, footwear is a massive global industry. Can, can you tell us a little bit about the scale of the footwear industry? Sure, you're right. The footwear market is a massive industry. Uh, a few years ago, it was worth roughly $250 billion with gross growth expected to reach roughly 320 billion by 2021. Uh, in 2018, worldwide production reached roughly 24.2 billion pairs. I mean, think about that, 24.2 billion pairs. It's a lot of shoes. This is an important global market occupied by some of the strongest identifiable global consumer brands. There are at least two footwear companies ranked in the top 100 global consumer brands. Well, when I think about that, Alyssa, we've got what roughly six billion people on the on the planet, and at twenty four billion shoes, the way I do the math, that's everybody's got four new pairs of shoes every year. Wow, that's a lot of shoes. Yeah. Although not as many as I have, so. <laughs> okay, uh, so what was your inspiration to start in footwear? Well, so I've always loved art, fashion, and sports. And when I was in high school, an art teacher suggested that I look into fashion design as a way to combine art and fashion. So while I was in college, I loved high fashion, but I focused my studies on the sports and performance side because that's really where I had the most passion. I, I really wanted to design athletic shoes, but I didn't know how to get there. There weren't any classes for that at that time. So once I finished my degree, I was lucky enough to secure an internship with Saucony, the running shoe company, and I loved every minute of it. After a short time as an intern, I was hired full-time to design, and I've never looked back. I've, I, it's, it's been a great career. That's fantastic. When you're creating uh, in the footwear industry, what's your starting point for inspiration creativity? Do you use paper, laptop? Uh, well, that's an interesting question. It's really never the same starting point. Um, if I'm creating something new, I like to look at everything. What other footwear brands in the same space are up to? What's going on in the fashion and streetwear world? Maybe I'll go to the museum and look at the exhibits. Maybe it's something I see when I'm out for a walk with my dog. Um, inspiration can really come from anywhere. There have been times when I've been inspired by an object, for example, a perfume bottle. That perfume bottle manifested itself into a sneaker design a few years ago. As far as tools, depending on the scope of the project, I'm pretty old school and I like to put pencil to paper and sketch things out. There are some times when I'll just go directly into Adobe Illustrator or I'll create patterns in Photoshop. Cool. So how is technology adoption in a traditional industry like footwear? Well, the footwear industry is pretty dynamic and it adopts new materials and technology to improve fit, comfort, safety, performance, durability, reliability, and sustainability of products. So it's always looking for new technology um, to further all of those things. Great. Um, how does the footwear design process work? Can you tell us a little bit about that? What, what are the blind spots in footwear design? Sure. So the process generally starts with identifying a gap in the market for a new shoe, um, a new idea. Sometimes that can come in the form of a brief. Sometimes that's just, you know, an idea from a designer. Um, I usually start by doing some research and then typically do a few sketches and concepts. Then depending on the company, I'd meet with category leads and developers and there would be more refinement. 
Ultimately, a sketch goes to prototype followed by costing and development. So here's the gap that we can't anticipate in the design sketch process. In the concept phase, the ideal would be to rely on feedback from footwear fit engineers and developers to tell us where there could be potential issues on a design. Each company has different resources, so it differs from company to company. And someone like a freelance designer may not have access to all of these resources. Okay, can you give us a little more depth on the process? Sure. So there can be lags between testing and reporting insight to the design team. So feedback and knowledge on general wear is necessary in the design process to be able to create better, more functional designs. A designer can design around the data that they're given, but there are many variables after the sketch phase. For instance, designers select materials based on what they think will work best to achieve the best solution to the problem at hand. But in technical products, there's a lot of trial and error and testing that needs to be done to prove out the solution. That often takes valuable time in getting the product ready for market. So when selecting materials, general testing is done for most of the materials that goes into the shoes, like abrasion testing, tear strength, et cetera. That testing is either done in-house or by the manufacturer. However, designers don't always know how different components will perform together in a finished product. Uh, another example, a mesh on the upper may not perform the same way once backers, glues, et cetera, have been applied in the construction of the shoe. And Alyssa, it seems like the emphasis there is really on the performance of the components together, how, how all the, um, how the elements come together. Exactly. And, uh, and what the ultimate effect is. Yep, you are correct. So do footwear designers, do you control 100% of the design? Uh, we'd like to think we do. <laughs> um, so I, I think the best answer to that is sometimes. Um, the outside aesthetic of the shoe is usually controlled by the designer, but depending on the type of shoe, there are other functions that can affect the design functions such as, you know, development, fit engineers, sourcing. Um, developers and fit engineers generally weigh in on the outside aesthetics if a pattern piece is uh, poorly placed and causing fit issues. And at, at a lot of companies, fit almost always weighs out over aesthetics. Um, also, footwear designers aren't always designing the inside of the shoe, the construction. A lot of times that's left up to developers and the factory. Um, things like seams, foams, and glues get added in that design can't always account for. Um, but any issues due to construction would come up during a fit session and during wider testing. Melissa, well, how much data input and feedback is available to the designer during the design phase? It's possible for portrait designers to get a pre-cost at the initial design phase, but that's usually based on existing data and previous models that have been developed. That cost can change once a prototype is made due to pattern complexity, vendor discretion on materials and pricing, factory overheads, all of these things can affect the end cost. And then add in redesigns and new details that can change between product stages and also can contribute to the cost changes. It would help the design process if there are a way to close the gap in pricing between stages. So what tools are available to the footwear designer? Usually we work with costing analysts for costing projections. But as I mentioned, there are a lot of factors that come into play with that. Um, there are some existing applications like Romans CAD, which is a 3D, 2D end-to-end -end program that has functionality to pattern out a sketch and provide costing. 
generally that's used in apparel, uh, accessories. It is used a little bit in footwear, but these types of programs are costly and they're not widely used yet. Um, the library of data that designers can draw upon would need to be specific to the materials, manufacturing processes, and designs of each specific footwear brand. Ideally, an extensive database across brands on performance characteristics with alerts for desired and undesired outcomes would be optimal. What would an ideal solution look like for footwear designers? Uh, that's a great question. I would say, depending on the brand, fit tests occur at, during prototype phase and larger wear tests usually happen during pre-production phase. Due to production timing, wear testing consumer feedback is more likely to impact future footwear designs than the version that's being tested. The ideal solution would provide timely input and insight for footwear designers to be to be more feedback on the trial pre-production design side of things or broader sampling of production designs with field data from users. A data flow that provides fit engineers and, de and designers with dynamic feedback on field trials would be helpful in providing real-time insight. A collaborative environment between engineering and design is key and would improve dynamic feedback and accelerate testing cycles. Also, I would say technology that can help a designer visualize how the lines they have sketched or materials that they have selected will impact the wearer could also help create better designs. Artificial intelligence powered prediction tools, drawing on a library of diverse users and uses that analyze sketch and put it into motion-based simulations on the foot movements are the type of resource that would be extremely helpful. Experienced designers or those who specialize in technical sports design generally know where the issues with their designs could occur. However, capturing this empirically with resource to measure design changes would help accelerate the time to market and could help enhance fit, comfort, and performance. Building on that knowledge with ever-improving refinements would create a competitive quality edge for the footwear brands that adopt such total quality management approach from design and development into manufacturing production. Alyssa, what futuristic ideas could change the footwear design process? Well, one idea would be to maybe use footwear avatars. That could be a really compelling way to get more real-time data in early stage design. The avatar technology exists for apparel. These avatars use true motion and sense fit. For example, if something is too tight, you can see it on the avatar in, in real time. So by creating specialized avatar technology and footwear with the addition of, say, sensors to the avatars that measure performance and fit could be really unique. The avatars would be a compilation of deep data with a diverse library across users of gender, BMI, race, weight, height, activities, and things like terrain conditions, whether it's hot, cold, dry, wet, etc. The designer would be able to apply the design against the AI-driven avatar to test concepts and designs. And these avatars are founded on deep data from field testing and an extensive library of known characteristics. New sources from data from new technologies or even existing technologies applied in new ways would help reveal more insight for footwear design. This could help create a solution to generate more customized fit or find a new problem to solve. Insight into new sources of stress or pressure for the wearer could create new insights, new challenges, new opportunities in solving those challenges to better optimize the design. Alyssa, can 
hidden data from surfaces like the sole or the insole be captured, compiled across a diverse range of users, age, race, gender, weight activities. And that would provide some intelligent dynamic sensing input for the designers to help them even better predict the characteristics of a design before production. Well, Murray, with the convergence of artificial intelligence and intelligent dynamic sensing technologies, we could unlock new observations to envision superior outcomes. But you are the expert in this, so you tell me about the possibilities. Okay, time to put me on the spot. <laughs> exactly. So, Murray, what new technologies or data inputs do you see on the horizon that could help assist with the design uh, phase of footwear? You know, the first thing that comes to mind is smart, visually rich data. That's the ideal outcome. There's, there's a platform for gathering or revealing the data, Intelligent Dynamic Sensing, uh, IDS. The output of that platform is concise, it's useful, and it's actionable, uh, provides actionable insight for footwear designers. There's a realization of flexible running avatar concept. I think we can get there with a wide range of users, including the height and weight, and gender, and so many other factors, including outside environmental, like temperature and humidity. That would be an ideal goal so that designers can draw on that library of experiences and users and, and test before you go to production. We're not far off from that with artificial intelligence. Building the relevant libraries of users is an immediate step and then applying intelligent dynamic sensing to that for preliminary smart data results. Well, that alpha version isn't too far off. So Murray, how do we apply and combine new 2020 state of the art technologies, things like sensors, visualization, digitization, miniaturization, and artificial intelligence to supply a deeper, richer in information flow for footwear design? Well, it's about data that's easy for humans to interpret. Throwing a, throwing a reams of numbers at people is really counterproductive. We need to make data smart, visually rich, so it, it highlights the performance, comfort, safety enhancements for the designers, and, and conversely, the detractors in the design. I'd say the key elements right now, data that's easy to understand and applicable to the design. Being able to capture lab quality data in the field, not just an immaculate research lab, but be able to get real-time feedback from someone who's using the shoe in a work environment or out jogging, uh, and then be able to capture that for that avatar. That means libraries of footwear performance from a diverse range of wares, taking the smart data and applying that to expert design systems, creating enhanced visualizations so the designers aren't looking at numbers, but they see a visualization of the shoe and the sole and the gait. Uh, improved battery life uh, for the sensors and the device that's collecting the data. Connectivity is important. And creating always connected beta test communities of designers who have access to this and an ever-improving library of users so that that data flow gets more precise and gets richer for the designers. Wow, that sounds great. I, I can't wait for that technology to be implemented. So last question, Murray, how do you think technology will evolve to better support footwear design? 
Well, harvesting the data from footwear services dynamically to show interaction of design, materials, and the wear, that's the key opportunity. And that's the challenge in front of the technologists right now who are working on this. We really want to provide a level of precision measurement, um, preferably lab quality field data, high quality visualizations, rich smart data with an AI powered analysis that predicts based on, on what they're seeing and experiencing. There's no point in inflicting a massive raw numerical data wallow for the designers. I think that's unkind and unproductive. How, how to get results in an optimized performance, comfort, safety, in a summary encapsulated format. Now that's the optimal result. We want to make it easy, visually rich with highlights for actions outside the desired performance boundary. That's a useful resource. Oh, you're right. Definitely too much data would be unkind to the designers. Uh, it would be hard to navigate from a design point of view for sure. But uh, by keeping it visually rich, uh, that would make it very useful. Great. Alyssa, I want to thank you for your time today. It's been really informative to hear about the design process from your perspective and experience. We really appreciate you taking time to talk with us about this today. Great, thank you so much for having me, Murray. I, I really enjoyed my time. Great, thank you. Thank you.